2: fishing
3: like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing
1: booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next
0: adventure on fishing booker
1: welcome back for another og show live mr randall how you doing What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Reel
2: Down.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing Community. Hi, boys and girls.
3: Welcome to, once
0: again, Bass Uh, Cagabans.
1: Brother...
3: This is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatin.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host.
0: Welcome back to the Maritak I'm your host, sister. Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. This is
1: you here
2: with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast.
1: We're brought to you by... Pelican built tough for all situations. Go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget for all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs. Go to yakgadget.com.
3: Whoa, there we are. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols, here with you tonight in a brand new year. I mean, uh, 2023, off and running, you know, hope everybody had a awesome holiday uh, break there. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Look forward to good things to come with, uh, you know, all the trails getting their announcements out there. PRL's got some good stuff going on. Uh, Bassmaster, looking to make a few of them, hopefully quite a few of those. Uh, actually, one of the Louisiana groups there, that swap country, definitely going to try to make a couple of their events. And looks like Mississippi had some good stuff scheduled too. So uh, looking forward to some of that, that, that ditch pickle chasing this year too, uh, besides the redfish and the other things here, coastal. Um, but, yeah, good stuff. Uh, had a good holiday and everything. We're going to get right to it. We got a um, Josh Lewis joining us tonight um from louisiana bayou coast kayak fishing club uh td for a couple of their events we're gonna get into some of that with him so let's bring him on what's going on man how's it going
2: uh what's going on dustin doing all right
3: oh hanging in there man can't be better oh yeah yep Being able to get on the water here lately uh chasing fish you know we had a little little scare with that freeze you know My, yeah had some had some cold stunned fish had a couple of reports a couple good you know a couple fish that, that didn't make it through but nothing nothing uh widespread or or, or crazy you know like yeah. we had a couple years back
2: that yeah thank good goodness thing.
3: good thing yeah so um man great to have you on the show i know uh, we're gonna dive into it a little later but you're 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 also about to jump on out there in the podcast world yourself
2: <laughs> yeah man about <laughs> to make the jump try to uh try to do something good share some good information with some people
3: Oh, yeah, that's what it's all about, bringing new people into the sport and, and the camaraderie and the, the, the community we have is what's, what's second to none. Absolutely. Um, you know, everybody, Josh Lewis here, he's from, uh, we'll, we'll let him uh, introduce himself and, and tell y'all where where he's from and give you a little background, uh, fishing-wise, and, and what led him into that plastic boat.
2: Yeah, Um name's josh lewis i'm 31 years old i live here in walker louisiana which is right outside of baton rouge uh grew up fishing a little bit my whole life um nothing too serious um i was on a fishing trip down in leeville with uh some family and you seen a bunch of guys in these little plastic kayaks i was like man that looks like an absolute blast and then uh went on another fishing trip seen some more i was like all right I got to get one. I got to try this out. And uh, had a friend who had a, a Hobie PA that I knew he wasn't using anymore. So I hit him up and said, hey, man, let me get that uh, that Hobie from you. We worked it out, and it's all downhill from there. Yeah, I was hooked.
3: Down the wormhole right there. Oh, yeah, I was hooked. <laughs> For I'm sure. All,
2: yeah, I kept upgrading pretty quick. It was an older uh, PA. needed a lot of work. I was like, all right, I'm going to get a good one. Got another one. And then got another one just uh yeah it gets out of hand oh it can for sure (laughs) i mean it's uh you know
3: it's fun just to be out there fishing but but if you're have a competitive nature like me (laughs) (laughs) and then you want to fish against like-minded anglers that are Mm -hmm. competitive too and it you know you got you got some diehards out there you do you definitely do but then you got the people that are just going for the you know the fun and the you know, the camaraderie and the, you know, hanging out the night before, uh, you know, cooking up some jambalaya or something, you know. Got oh, some And yeah. I'll have some boudin coming up this week. On. We got a We got a big uh, uh, hourly big bass event on the 7th. Uh, I'm, this will post after that, but um, Texas Kayak Bass League uh, kicking off this year with an hourly event. Okay. We're paying out a $1,000 an hour. oh Lake, Lake Fayette, 500, 300, 200. Top three big bass every hour for eight hours.
2: Dang. Wish I'd have seen that earlier. Power plant lake, dude. And it is fun. I
3: pre-fished last week, grabbed some brush balls, caught quite a few decent fish, you know. you know it, it was last week, so I didn't mind going out there and sore lipping a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right now, pre-fishing shut down until Friday, and I'm just hoping everybody don't go out there
2: and ruin them. Just tear them
3: up. We'll see. They can go out there and go deep all they want to. This yeah. is, is going to come out afterwards, and I jacked them shallow.
2: There you go. There, you hey, go. there was
3: some fish moving up. I had a, quite a few
2: good ones. Hey, you can catch <laughs> so, them shallow year-round. I don't care what they say.
3: Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. That old chatterbait going to work, and that old glide bait was doing some damage. There you go. <laughs> sure enough. Well, all right, we're going to get in. I got a little timeline. Always. I kind of like to stay organized on this thing, believe it or not. Um, but, yeah, um, talking about, you know, community and, and camaraderie, you know, is, is, is a big part in the kayak scene, you know. Um. And you being a a member of the, you know, Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, that's one of the oldest kayak fishing clubs in the nation there. And and what's your thoughts on these uh, grassroots series and tournaments, um, you know, as a building block, you know, and then then using those as a stepping platform to to branch out and take it to the next level, you know? Are are you you seeing that in y'all's area, like with the swamp country and everything like that, and then – I know Bayou Coast grows. It grows. I mean, y'all have multiple events every year that have over 100 anglers also.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so um, just
3: in general, I mean, community and camaraderie, I mean, that's a big part of it. Are, are Y'all are seeing the same trend, too, over there?
2: Oh, yeah. it's. Uh, you know, I, I think those events are real important if you're wanting to get involved in the national stuff. Um, really, I mean, for me, so – a couple of years ago, I started fishing a few of the the Hobby Bass Open events, and I probably never even would have tried had I not been fishing some of our local stuff. It really gives you a chance to meet some some local guys that are interested in doing it, too, and mm-hmm. you can kind of bunk together on those trips, travel together, bounce ideas off one another. It's, uh, to me, that's a big part of uh, getting involved in the national trails um, and just also the camaraderie. Um just being able to make those friends in this, the kayak community, you know, that's relationships I've built that I cherish, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. That, uh,
3: that old doc talk after, after a day on the water and everybody's loading back up or, you know, after the tournament, everybody's kind of, you know, might not share everything with everybody, but most, most 95% of the people out there are going to share with, share something with you, you know, yep. some of the new guys don't, don't be afraid to ask and, and, you know, um, you got questions about techniques or or bait presentations or anything? A lot of those guys are are open to talking about it. They're they're glad to help help new people out.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I've sure. noticed most of the guys they'll share just about anything with you. What they call them on color, uh, time of the day. They notice they've been catching. About the only thing you're not going to get is a location where they're catching. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's, of course that's get a understandable.
3: Vicinity, but you're not going to get the spot within the spot. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You're I'm not definitely going, not giving up some of that.
2: You're not getting the cove they was in.
3: <laughs> no. That's that's for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see this this uh, this grassroots movement too. You know, we got that uh, USA Bassin um, Jackson actually came aboard as one of the sponsors, and it, it's uh, starting to pick up quite a few little little trails with that through usa Bassin and stuff and nationwide and that's going to feed into a championship in uh later in the year and you know all the other smaller bass nation um groups like swamp country you know yeah. i just saw that that schedule come out for mississippi looks pretty interesting yeah some yeah, of those there's... lakes look looks like they're about two and a half three hours north of baton rouge yeah there's a there's a couple in uh, mississippi this, i looks try like to catch they got some nice grass in them so oh yeah looks like my kind of stuff and you know that's about an eight hour run for me so i'm down for a couple of them i do think so ross barnett's one of them and some other names i could barely pronounce
2: <laughs> yeah there's a uh, lake okissa it's still closed down but it's supposed to be opening here back up here in a few months uh yep that's, that's a good one you that's need one to, uh... of them's got grass <laughs> oh yeah full of it and they're not full very
3: oven. big lakes either they're like you know two thousand acres
2: or something mm-hmm. yeah no okissa isn't very big but it's deep real deep deep yeah. And, and there's uh, another
3: one. Something I forgot what it was. I forgot
2: what it was. Colin yeah. Panther maybe? No. That's that's one in Mississippi. A lot of guys hit. I'll tell you real quick. All right. Okotibi. Okay. Okotibi. I hadn't. I'm not familiar with that one. Okissa
3: on May 6th, Okotibi on July 22nd, Ross Barnett on October 21st. I'm going to try to make a couple of those. For sure. And a couple of Swamp Country.
2: Yeah, come hit the Swamp Country ones with us.
3: I was so bummed I missed that last one of the year.
2: Uh, me too, man. I had my work Christmas party that day. That was day. on
3: Caney, right? Uh, yeah. 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 There's a giant call. Somebody called like a 25 and a half or 25 and a quarter. Yeah, I
2: actually, I actually judged it. And, uh, yeah, I, could, I couldn't be there for it. But I was like, if I can't be there, I'm going to judge it. Judge, yeah. And, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, they got some good stuff going on, just like, uh, you yeah. know, some of their events over there too man i gotta make them some of the bayou coast events i gotta make dude this is like crazy Well, you, be,
2: crazy, you better crazy. come make paddle and Fallen tide oh i know you're td for those that's what we're gonna roll uh,
3: it that here in a second yep. yeah um yeah talk about that being you, you were named a, a tournament tournament director for paddle and Fallen tide you know um give um our listeners a little detail about Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. I know I've had Sean on uh, Sean Ristanis on here before, but give Mm -hmm. give a little info about Bayou Coast, a little background, and what it's all about.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like you said a while ago, we're one of the oldest and largest clubs in the nation. Um, I think we have about a little over 400 active members. Um, We do a championship series every year with about five events, and then we do paddle palooza and fall and tide, which aren't part of the championship series but they're actually our two biggest events. Mm -hmm. Um, just so much fun. Those events, man. Um, paddle palooza. I got for May 6th. Um, that's going to be down in grand Isle. Probably my favorite place to fish. That'll be fun. Um, That time of year down there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I pushed it a little later than we normally do just cause I think the fishing is going to be better. And, uh, I know you're familiar with Grand Isle, man. That is just a fun place to fish, which, I mean, you can fish anywhere down LA1 for that tournament. Yes. It, that is a, a weigh-in tournament, which we're actually, Bayou Coast, moving towards more CPR tournaments this year. I think That's we great. have. I like that. Yeah. I've I pushed for it hard, which, I mean, so Bayou Coast, we have a whole board. Um, we make decisions as a group. It's not just one person running the show, you know. Um, we have an idea somebody pitches it and we vote on it um so that was the cpr thing you know we uh most people are for it but it's something you got to move slow louisiana oh, I mean, yeah. it's mindset of louisiana anglers is different than anywhere else i feel like um so I mean, it's something we're working on and it's going to grow on more people a cpr tournament's just so much easier to run
3: oh yeah it is but you know it, then, then again you got people that cry about uh so-and-so's fish they pinch the tail they you know we had some people putting uh foam blocks underneath the fish to to fit them within a slot jesus like it lifts them up and, and like cuts like three quarters of an inch and like you know get them with under 27 inches that was going on in the kss a little bit of stuff of that um some weird stuff going on just, mm-hmm. yeah just didn't make didn't make sense What. Well, why resort to that? But I, I like the CPR stuff. And then again, I like the, the, the two redfish live weigh-ins, too.
2: Yeah, yeah, Um,
3: You know, and that's what a lot of the, uh, the PRL does, mm-hmm. Galveston Redfish Series, Saltwater Survival Series, and stuff like that. There's another trail out there. I'm not going to say the name. Because yeah, now let's not talk about that it's one. It's douchebag, so you go <laughs> on that one. Yeah, everybody knows who I'm talking about, too. Yeah, we ain't going to talk about yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, that dude's an hat.
2: <laughs> and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah. Don't give me down there. <laughs> Boy, me Mo- moving on, right here. <laughs> yeah, but Bayou Coast, like you said, you'll, y'all got a paddle palooza. You're a TD for that, and you're a TD for Fallen Tide. But y'all's first event coming up will be a, what? A minimalist Challenge coming up man- here. Yep, Minimalist In a Challenge. Weeks, right.
2: Yep, on the 28th. Oh,
3: so, man, that, any- that, that's a bad weekend. My daughter's birthday's on the 26th, and I was planning really to go to Florida for the kickoff event for KBF. Um, okay. down there in Kissimmee, and it just it's just not going to work out. I'm gonna yeah, that back. I'm gonna go fish Gunnersville, the bass master on Gunnersville in March. Oh, there you go, and then uh, see what else y'all got going on. I know, um, Florida Redfish League's got some kayak, they, they, they did a kayak division this year too. They got one in Panama City, Steinhatchee, uh, St. Augustine, Jacksonville, hmm. but no motors. Yeah, yeah, that east coast of Florida with all that big tide swing over there on the Atlantic side is real tough. Uh, with even with a pedal drive at times when I that, bet. That, you know you you got four tides a day that are moving
2: yeah
3: ripping and uh and it'll it'll dump out on you in them little back creeks real quick and leave you high and dry <laughs> i, bet. I um, bet so yeah just uh, i don't know and then, did y'all vote on that, anything about motors this year or did that come up on the
2: oh it comes up all the time i'm i'm <laughs> pro motor and i don't even have one and i'm pro motor yeah, we we talk about it all the time, but we're not there yet. Yeah, it, it's
3: definitely um, on the hotter days, and as you get older, mm-hmm. it does it helps. It helps you It helps you cover more water, which can in turn hurt you if you fish an area too fast and leave to go fish somewhere else. Absolutely, there's just as many cons as there are pros. Yeah, curious. it we doesn't actually, make you a better fisherman to have a motor. So, you know, oh, I
2: agree. It's just another tool for you to just use. Just another
3: tool for you to use. And if you can add that tool to your arsenal, that's more power to you because I, I
2: definitely
0: do. <laughs>
2: yeah. We actually do allow them for, uh, I want to say it's over 60. Don't hold me to that rule exactly. Hey, I'm looking. almost there. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> My, about
3: eight and a half years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't say that too loud.
3: I still got a little while. Yeah. I still got a little while.
2: Yeah. It, uh. So yeah, we got we got Minimals coming up here in a few weeks. Um, yep. Anybody that's not familiar with that, it is a, uh, normally, which we're back to it this year, a shotgun launch all from the same spot. Dude, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and everybody that morning gets the same bag of baits. Um, and that's all you're allowed to use the whole day. Yeah. You
3: can have the terminal tackle, right, jig heads.
2: Jig heads and everything come in the bag. Oh, that's Yeah, it. that's all you get. Oh, that's all you get. So if you snag and get lost, you're done. Oh, you're done. Yep. Dang. Yep, that happened to me last year. I lost all my jig heads fishing rocks. Oh, um, man. Where was that one out of last year? Uh, St. Bernard last year. St. Bernard. Yeah. And uh, this year, we're doing all local uh, tackle companies. Try to give our local guys some support. There you go. That
3: sounds yeah. like a good deal.
2: Yeah. So you could it's end
3: up with, uh, with uh, you know, plastics. Shrimp imitation paddle tail, yep, might
2: you know, be. Little might be bait, anything. Maybe
3: a little top water, little spinner bait, little thing. You know, lazy man or something. One of them yep. little bladed hooks. You know.
2: Yeah, I, I can't and give that. no. Uh, can't give nothing away.
3: <laughs> no, I know you can't. I'm just yep.
2: saying. Yeah, yeah, it might be, it anything, be anything though. Yep, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a that's a real popular one. Um, we got trout challenge after that in April. April. Yeah, April 15th. That's CPR, five trout. I'm going to um, shut down April. <laughs> Whole month of April, I'll be at the plant. <laughs> oh, hey, I feel you, man. Work work ties you up.
3: It does. It is this year. It's not going to be near as long as next year's. Next year's is supposed to be 90 days, and I told them there ain't no way I'm only getting one day off every two weeks for 90 days. There ain't mm-hmm. no way. No. Nope. They're going to have to break something up and just have extra people come in or do something out not them. Talking about some gills drying up. <laughs> I'd be hurting. Yeah, no doubt. I'd still be fishing after work, or before work, trust me.
2: <laughs> mm.
3: But, yeah, uh, the Trout Challenge, that goes towards the championship, correct?
2: Yeah, that's... Yeah. So, Minimalist is our first championship tournament, then Trout Challenge is our second. We got Paddlepalooza May 6th after that, which is not a championship uh, tournament. Then we got... May 27th, we got Dawn the Dusk. Dude, I'm off that weekend. I'm on my Saturday. May
3: 27th? No, no, for Palapalooza.
2: Oh, and that means May coming.
3: And May 27th,
2: I'm off. It, that's our statewide CPR tournament. So, I mean, Ooh. you can, fish, you can fish somewhere a lot closer to you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Dude, that's what I'm talking about.
2: Yep, then then we got my favorite, uh, Redfish Rumble, on September 30th. It's, uh, oh, I'm on nights. That's CPR, five redfish. All right, uh, and and when, and, is,
3: uh, and when is um falling tide this year
2: falling tide is October 14th guess what you off I'm off there For, you go finally hey I'm gonna see you there oh I'll be there we got a cat only booked one day, and all right
3: It only runs on Saturday so oh, Sunday, yeah but, Sunday will it, be a travel day I'll get there it, I'll get there Wednesday I'll be pre-fishing there Ooh, you
1: go
2: shoot sure. Oh yeah we got a cabin right there uh bridge side and
1: i'm coming for good that town.
2: come on man gotta get me
3: a handicap and let me get that motor <laughs> 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 no nah, i'll be pedaling i'll pedal
2: there I'll you pedal. go no nah, i want to come and fish that one for sure yeah, definitely that's, yeah that's a that's always a good one that one's down highway 23 yeah um, yeah which last year we had to do it at uh at bridge side and grand isle just because uh we swapped it up. We normally do one down Highway 23, one down LA 1, mm-hmm. but uh, Ida the year before kind of messed all that up.
3: Yeah, yes, yeah, she did. I was there the night before when they called the evacuation for uh, ride the bull. Yeah, me and Jeff Little from Torquedo had a had a cabin down there, was planning on wrecking them. We actually fished that 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 Thursday, and we had a squall come through on us with you know 50 mile an hour winds. We were Oof. on the top side up there out off the northeast corner of the island um, of Grand Isle. And there's a marine over there on the east end. Mm-hmm. And we were out of there, like fishing some areas over, over that way. And had that squall come through us, boy, and it got puckered real quick. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> and then we ate We ate at some pretty cool restaurant there. Um, I can't even remember what the name of it is. It was yellow, but it had great food.
2: Hurricane Hole, maybe. Hurricane Hole, that's it. Yeah. That is yeah. it. And that's they were business
3: as usual, serving us all up food that night, and then they ordered evacuation order while we were there and ten AM. You know, everybody had to be off the island. It didn't be you know, and Jeff was like, Should we try to fish in the morning? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, If everybody's trying to get the hell out of Dodge, I'm we're getting I'm getting up early and getting on the road. I don't get stuck in traffic.
2: Yeah, no, I ain't lying i've been in plenty of that it ain't no fun no it's no fun i grew up with it on the
3: east coast florida and georgia and, and here you know since i've been here in 96 hmm. uh, just dealing with them storms every year man and oh yeah you never can tell what they're gonna do and they just come up so quick sometimes it's crazy that's what we get for living on the coast
2: you yep know. it's the life we choose
3: cool man sounds like a, a full year for for bayou coast with uh all the events and everything and
2: Oh yeah, I got one more that uh Y'all I didn't. More? Oh yeah, it's kind of an oddball. It's uh an offshore tournament out of Navarre in Florida.
3: Oh, Bayou Coast is putting that on.
2: Yep, yep, Sean. It's uh really one of Sean's wild ideas that they, uh
3: they all went this year and fished. There was a, a good group of them that went over there sometime. Yeah, well, there a group now.
2: of them. I wasn't yeah. able to go with them, but yeah, there was a good group of them that went, and uh, that's when I think the idea spawned from uh Sean's. Tournament Director Mon. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a championship tournament, but you may be able to qualify for the championship from it. Um, That's pretty cool right there. Yeah, it's going to be That's a, a
3: great fishery there with all that artificial reef restoration they've done. Um, and if it's in the fall, that place can be phenomenal.
2: Well, it's, it's June 24th. Oh, June?
3: June yeah. is still good? Yeah. Get them doldrums of summer with them flat days? Yeah. That old sugar sand over there eat your wheels up though, boy. Ooh, what a oh, I bet wear you out. <laughs> wear you out for sure. Ah, yeah. Sounds like that's a full year, man. Y'all oh, got, it is. Y'all got a good schedule up, coming up this year. And then with the with the growth and everything, and the trends in the industry, um, what well, have y'all noticed in the last few years too, as far as membership wise? Y'all, y'all seeing an increase, in influx, in new anglers too?
2: I wouldn't say we've really seen growth in in the club. Um what I've noticed is there's a lot more tournament trails out there now. Um so many to choose from. It it makes it hard for a lot of guys to try to fish all of them. So I, I think yes. that kind of you got to cherry a, pick what
3: which ones you want. I mean there there's definitely a lot out there. There's a lot of opportunity out there if you want to chase chase some tournaments for sure.
2: Really is. I definitely think it puts a little dent on uh on growth of just like one club trying to grow really big yeah yeah yeah
3: and I'm all for the grassroots stuff you know the, the oh 100% start them off you know just like Southeast Texas which is Kike Texas kite Bass League now started out you know uh, this be the fourth season you know when they started out I mean hell their first event they pulled 110 people you know first event ever on Fayette that's I pretty good that one good I catched a good check in that one come on <laughs> Uh, always been a good, uh, always nice living an hour and twenty minutes from that lake.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet.
3: So yeah, you'll have to make it over, uh, make it over in October.
2: Yeah, yeah, for that, sure. That's
3: the week before falling tide, but that's when we'll uh, we'll have our multi species event like we had this past October. Mm-hmm. Um, the oh yeah, we talked about fish, that the redfish the first day, the bass the second day on Lake Bastrop. Um, you know, it just Worked out really good. We had a, you know, had a very enthusiastic group of anglers that participated. And then once it was all said and done, we had, I mean, I had, my DMs was blowed up about it, you know, once <laughs> they saw the prizes and the raffle items and everything. And they're like, whoa.
2: It's, we it's a really cool format, too. About.
3: And I said, no, dude, this is what it was about. <laughs> you got to go catch your three redfish the first day and the second day we meet at the lake and fish a five bass limit. There you go. <laughs> you know, tournament that day, finish it up there, have your awards that evening there live. Yeah. Because there were people fussing about, well, why can't you fish the bass like at any lake you want to? I said, well, that'd be kind of hard to have us all meet up somewhere after that. hmm So that's what this is. It, it, you know, the, you know, there's a smaller, you know, uh, boundaries for the redfish, but, you know, you could fish any. For that one, I was like, you know, anywhere on the Texas coast, if you want to go catch a three redfish, go catch them. Mm-hmm just no freshwater redfish in the lakes around san antonio that's the only thing yeah none of those fishing in a barrel redfish water yeah we we uh we had good good turnout for that i mean it wasn't like giant but after the fact you know people were like we didn't realize it was gonna be like that and i was like man I was like well we're having it again next year Mm -hmm. you got guaranteed payouts for the day one and day two leaderboards that are separate from your uh your entry fee for the mm. aggregate pot. So there we have go. $500 guaranteed payout the first day, $500 guaranteed payout for the second day. And there's a possibility that those will grow. Uh, as more sponsors come on. Shoot, yeah. So yeah, that's guaranteed, you know, 300, 200, 100 each day mm-hmm. for the top three. That's separate from the entry fee in the, in the big bass pot. And then the redfish spot pot in the flounder pot. Yeah. So that'll be separate.
2: I love fish. that idea too. Hundred dollar uh, one, one day. Seventy
3: you go to the pot, or sixty five, and then you got five dollars in fees for the fishing chaos and all that mess. Mm-hmm. Kind of go towards the pavilion rental for the awards, um, and then you'll have a ten dollar side for big bass, ten for redfish spot pot on the left side, and then a biggest flounder spot pot side pot for ten dollars. So it's a hundred dollar total for that, and then you got guaranteed um, right now a thousand dollar guaranteed payout for one you know, 500 one day, 500 second day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty good deal. Yeah. That sounds it's good. Fun. It's a real fun lake to fish. Lots of, lots of reeds and hydrilla and eelgrass and some timber here and there and some rip and all that good stuff. Just you can fish whatever you want in there and catch fish. Hmm. It's just, a, not a lot of giant fish in there. It's just, if a saltwater angler is reluctant to come chase bass, this is a lake to come do it on. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, sure. you know, and it has a ramp on the North end and a ramp on the South end. So the day we fished, we had, you know, by nine thirty it was blowing twenty five to thirty, and we were still able to fish till two o'clock, Whew. just because of the south end was protected, and we launched out the south end.
2: Yeah, huh? So, yeah, worked out pretty good. You uh, you gonna hit any of the the Hobie BOS events this year?
3: Uh, yes, definitely um, the one on Caddo for sure.
2: Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. And then
3: the Sam Rayburn event. Uh, oh yeah, Texas Kayak Bass League will be piggybacking. On uh, piggybacking with the, with the Hobie on the on Sam Rayburn in September, maybe a couple more. Not sure on that. Yeah, we'll have to see how it, how it plans out, um, and get that rolling. You know, we'll see we'll see what goes on, um, tournament wise. But yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, the fishery there in Louisiana. Okay. Um, in the areas like you don't have to give away, you know where you're like direct in, you know, exact locations, but like you you mentioned the one, you mentioned 23, you know, down that Mm -hmm. way there, there for people that aren't there, you know, what are they looking at fishing? Is it a lot of ponds and grass? Is it a lot of bayous and channels or
2: there's a little bit of it all, you know, a little bit of Um, it all right. And you got such a big area to choose from. You want to fish. If you can do a lot of map study, and uh decide what you want to fish and you got a little choice of everything yeah that you can choose from to go fish it uh definitely plenty of ponds uh channels to fish open water if you want to fish some open stuff um i mean it's all out there um like i said you just want to do your map study and you want to find that clean water Um, yeah over
3: there for sure clean water runoff you know might be pumping out some some irrigation canals and clean water coming into some pond somewhere. I might have them stacked up, you know, there's oh, a lot yeah. of stuff over there that can happen, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just so much water and so much marsh. Yeah, it's such a diverse, it's kind of overwhelming to somebody who's never been there <laughs> or oh, somebody who yeah. doesn't have a, um, a friend that like cues them in on something, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's such a diverse estuary Yeah, all down here that, I mean, like I said, you can literally do whatever you want and find it and find fish, you know. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, you can
3: be in one spot and be be catching bass. and
2: <laughs> Oh, yeah, down Highway 23, yeah, you yep. can catch bass and then catch a red right beside catch
3: it. Catch a red right beside them, yep. 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 That'd, that'd be cool to have a, you know, I, I, I just like the multi-species events. It just makes you – makes you work a little harder
2: mm-hmm.
3: and uh it shows how diverse of an angler you are having to break down you know different things in different bodies of water yeah you know just like uh toc this year brian nelly went over there and put a smack down on everybody mm-hmm you know and he, yeah, he, was... he's done that too he fished some stuff early in the you know battle on the marsh early in the kbf days in florida but he's always been you know he's a guy down there in florida for mm-hmm. mainly offshore fishing and he catches some stud trout down there, too, on <laughs> the one of our trout challenges. He put up three over 30 inches in one of them. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, he was on them. He was on them that year. He, he smoked everybody. <laughs> I bet.
2: I imagine you catch one 30-inch trout in a trout tournament. You, uh, you're looking pretty good. Yeah, he wrecked them down there.
3: Yeah. he, he he's, a, he's a solid dude, good dude, great angler. Hmm. And he went down there, went over to Caddo, and found a flat and found them eating. Oh yeah, yeah and i'm eating top water too boy and that's my kind of deal that time of year in the fall oh yeah you can find them feeding and get them queued into a big mega school that's on a flat crunching top water you can't beat none of that dude on a walking bait shoot oh yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. oh and
3: that's like chasing redfish with them too you know i am one that, that i fish with a lot of people that are you know they say well i'm i'm side casting i'm just i'm just looking for a redfish to tail or looking for a school coming at me or Mm -hmm. or them birds are diving i was like man i said i don't know about you but i'm keeping my lure in the water
2: yeah yeah
3: (laughs) i blind cast even way out away from the bank along the bank and kind of you know a a good search bait you know it's a chatter bait yeah paddle tail with some swagger you know and wake bait i burn a wake bait all day looking for fish oh i started throwing wake baits a lot this year it's a great search bait especially on the flats down in down in laguna rockport Mm -hmm. mansfield you know all the potholes um you can get it underneath that floating grass and burn it in there hmm yeah it's a great great search bait in those those potholes because those fish just come out and annihilate it i bet like a lot of times when i'm pre-fishing for an event i'll take the hooks off of it and just throw just burn a wake bait all day just to see what i can get to react and come out of the potholes and know where the fish are Hmm. If I'm not seeing them, you know, if we got a little cloudy water or if the sun's not up high enough, yep, I'm giving away hmm. that, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> you know, because you don't want to go out there and sore lip the crap out of them, you
2: know. You don't. We uh, we see that in tournaments, man. Guys go out there and they'll wear them out the day before and mm-hmm. keep them, keep the fish. Oh yeah. And I'm like, man, what are you doing, man? You can't, you can't uh, burn your hole up the day before a tournament, you know. Nope, can't do it. The guys, do it. Got to clip
3: that hook off. Just run a weighted paddle tail with just a screw lock in it in the nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, wake bait, top water without hooks, all that good stuff. You know, just just that's the worst thing you can do is go to the area you plan to fish your tournament at. You know, and yes, if when I'm pre-fishing, if it's a week before, and I go through an area, catch two or three fish out of it here and there, and I go mark some more fish, and I, oh, I'm gonna leave them alone leave them alone somebody's gonna come in there someone might find them mm-hmm. but if i'm fishing the day before and i hit an area catch a fish out of there the next thing you know i got thumped a couple more times boom i'm marking my spots and i'm getting out of there
2: yeah for sure
3: you know, i'm not yeah. gonna sit there and try to burn all of them you know got to save them you know same thing with a multi-day tournament you got to make sure you're able to you know find your fish and find fish are gonna keep through two days too mm-hmm. you know that's always tough in these bass tournaments that are more than one day
2: yeah that eats a lot of guys up that second day
3: yep well we had that year before last with the prl you had a, a team event it was a five fish total aggregate over two days hmm. and it was always you know playing into you know do you catch your you know three fish the first day or you weigh two in and try to catch three on the second or you know it's just oh
2: there's a little bit of strategy
3: strategy involved oh, yeah. in some of these things you know and it can it can it can mess with you <laughs> yeah get you going yep you know? that's like
2: our, our slam tournaments man you know what you got a a, a trout a red yep. and a flounder what what you going yeah. for first you know you got to plan it out yep. and strategize yeah normally you put
3: something on the top of a flounder's head it's gonna eat it
2: yeah you know yeah if you're and, fishing uh,
3: slow enough fish it slow enough and drag it on the bottom and make mad. Um, you know, normally like that, I'll I'll go try to get, catch my trout first depending on the bite window mm-hmm. and my, you know, wind-driven current or tidal current and then salooner periods, you know, it all depends on what's going on and what area that I found them in, you know. So, you know, it can change. Your strategies can change for sure on, hmm. on, on, a, on a slam tournament. Oh, 100%. Those are always fun, you know.
2: Yep, so. Mother Nature throw your curveball sometimes and throw your plan out the window.
3: Oh, it does. So yeah. the wind will switch on you. The forecast will be wrong. Uh, lightning, rain, you name it. Run off from rain dirties up one spot. You got to go to Plan B, and you know, next thing you know, Plan B your boat's in your hole. You wanted to be oh, yeah. in your pond or, oh, yeah. or the marsh you were wanting to go hit, and oh, man, it's one of them deals. Yep. But but a lot of times, man, in bass tournaments, dude. You'd be fishing and then you'll go in and you'll go in behind them guys and them guys are fishing way too fast.
2: hmm And
3: you break it down and be more methodical and you'd be surprised what you can do. You know. that's one thing right there that you do take advantage of in a kayak. We can't just up and run fifty miles across the you know, ten miles across the lake, you know, fast as like a bass boat can. So right. you take advantage of what you what you know and, and, and break it down and, and just slow it down. I mean that's yep. what, you know, I'm covering water and I'm burning, you know, lures through areas, but I'm, I'm fishing that area thorough, you know, mm-hmm. them stragglers, I'm going to pick them stragglers up. Yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. sure. Definitely. Well, um, you touch on any other plans you got going on this year. Uh, no one wanted to get in on this. You got, a, you want to start a doing your own podcast too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, starting a podcast called Marsh Talk. Just uh, interviewing professionals in the fishing industry, um, touch on some conservation a little bit with some guys. It's uh, something that I'm passionate about, and I want to share that passion with uh, other anglers and especially in my area, but across the whole nation. You know, um, I think there's a lot of bad knowledge out there that guys yeah. get about conservation, and I think there's a lot of good knowledge that can be shared to really help maybe not change somebody's mind. I don't I'm not saying I want to change people's mind, but you know, just get good information so people can make better judgments on their own. And uh, so that's, that's definitely a goal I have with the podcast.
1: Oh, um, that's
3: awesome, man. Yeah, And that's a good platform for, for y'all and for you. And then you being the TD with Bayou coast and getting mm-hmm. that out there too. And, uh, you know, conservation, you know, being conservation minded is a big thing. I know a lot of, you know, just like you said, we got people here too, that are, you know, you can't comment on anybody's photos when you see them big, cooler shots and all that. And yeah. it had been nice you let a few of them go, and then people start bickering back and forth, and this and that. It's my legal right to do this and that. Oh, yeah. That. And they're yes, right, it you know, is. It, it is. It is, but when you realize how much more pressure is on the water right now compared to 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and you got how many more people buying licenses, mm-hmm. and, you know... If I'm not going to eat those fish that evening, I'm not keeping
2: them. Oh, absolutely! I'm going to take a no... couple,
3: couple of redfish home. I actually left the trout alone the past two years. I ain't. I mean, if I gut hooked one or like had a bad one that didn't make it, yes, I brought them home. I made some ceviche here, you know, fried some yeah. up here and there. But I didn't go out there just to catch trout limits, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's so much more that goes into it, you know. Like most people's argument is, you're not going to murder a population with a rod and reel. And while that's true, I mean, there's a lot of other things that are going into it of why you yep. should be conservation minded. Like, you know, we're, we're experiencing a lot of, uh, a lot of marsh loss here in Louisiana. Yes.
3: And y'all do have a lot of marsh loss. Yeah. You know, it, uh, uh it affects erosion us. and, and, you know, sediment and everything like that shifting and, and different yep. things from the, from the Mississippi river Delta there.
2: And every storm that comes through, it just yep. takes more with it. It takes you know? more away. Yep. So, I mean, I, I know, a long time ago i would have never thought about conservation but once yeah. i started spending so much time out there i've become passionate about it and i not only do i want to enjoy it but i want my kids want my and kids, you know, their, their kids. kids i want yeah. all of them to enjoy yeah. it and so i'm gonna do my part to make sure that happens you know
3: for sure it's it's a, it's, it's not a it can go away i mean it's not an infinite resource yep yeah. You know things can happen. Something can shift. You know there's a lot of things out there. You know that could damage. You know the fisheries. You know y'all do have a lot of oil and gas industry just like we do. Mm-hmm. And that's part of society. You know that's what fuels. So <laughs> makes oil. it makes it go around. You know yeah. runs your vehicle. That's what makes the plastic the kayaks made out of. That's what makes the plastic your your line, your monofilament, your braid, your reels and rod components and lures and everything you know oh yeah so you know it's all part of that whole picture but you know just you know that let them bigger ones swim especially you know especially you know dave flad started that release over 20 release over 20 initiative and it it was real kind of real tough to get some people on board on that you know Mm -hmm. people would man I, i i legally can keep them up to 25 have one over 25 yeah okay yeah
2: okay yep that's fine. go ahead just just because something's legal don't mean it's the right thing to do
3: no i know i know it's just it's just tough to some some of them old heads you know yeah uh and you got a lot of people that might just be able to fish a couple weekends you know
0: Mm -hmm. in the summer
3: or something they're going to want to get what they can yeah you know and then you got guides out there that are running two trips in one day you know, have a morning trip then i will go load them up and have an afternoon trip load them up
2: mm-hmm.
3: and i don't i don't i'm not one to agree with that yeah tough. yeah one of them deals there but yeah man i appreciate you coming on
2: absolutely man i appreciate you asking me good
3: time and uh, want to get you to plug your uh your show there you got about to start up marsh talk there you go you want to follow him on socials, instagram right there the josh lewis and at marsh.talk right there on the bottom if you're watching on the youtube or the facebook videos if you're listening yeah the josh lewis at the josh lewis or at marsh.talk um yeah man it's a this is what it's about right here this podcast you're gonna be you're gonna be Baptized by fire you're coming up, uh, <laughs> starting your show out and getting everything rolling and, and see the ins and out of the uh, scheduling and uh, oh yeah and cancellations and days where you just like, Man, I'm tired. I don't know if I wanna do this one. Tonight. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, what what do you do for work?
2: I'm a mechanic. I work at a diesel shop. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yep, yeah, it's uh long hours, strenuous. Yep, but, uh, you know all about it. Yep, yep.
3: plant worker. There's days oh, yeah. on, days I sit in front of that computer screen, and there's days I'm climbing up and down distillation columns all day. You know, yep. it's one of them deals you deal with. Yep, Monday gotta make the dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta buy them rods and reels. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, um, at the point we're at now, is there anybody uh, you know you want to thank, or you know, just take the time here to? thank anybody you you know supporters of the bayou coast or, or for you or, and uh, anything else you know the platform's yours go ahead and give everybody some thanks and, and shout outs
2: yeah i mean I'll, I'll thank my sponsors real quick uh louisiana custom kayaks brock miller that's uh that's my Good boy dude. yep he's been um, here a couple times oh yeah um, Daiwa, um gsm bill lewis um some companies i love I, they support me and try to support them um Bayou Coast man, we got a real good board, bunch of great guys. Uh, we really support one another and couldn't do it without one another. So definitely thank them. Yeah, for sure. They yeah, got a good thing going
3: on over there. A lot of people involved with Bayou Coast and uh, good times there for that falling tide. You know, I'm, I'm I'm now that I know the dates and I'm seeing I'm off for all this stuff. I'm like, woo man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll shoot them over
2: make, to you. That way you don't forget.
3: I might be able to hook it all up. So, yeah, once again, uh, thanks, Josh, coming on the show, man. I appreciate you taking the time to come on here and talk fishing and a little bit about yourself and Bayou Coast. Absolutely. And what all's going on this year. And, uh, you know, y'all follow Josh right there. The Josh Lewis and at marsh.talk and be on the lookout for his podcast coming out, um, here pretty soon. He does have a Facebook page for that also. Go, uh, like and follow that one, Marsh Talk. Yep. And, uh. And that's it, man. Uh, thanks for everybody. Uh, appreciate uh, all the listeners out there that makes this possible. Without y'all, you know, we couldn't couldn't keep this going. Everybody at Pal and Finn, you know, we wish everybody a happy New Year. But this is kicking off after the after the beginning of twenty three. Thanks to Waterloo Rods and Beck and Maston, Coastal Bend GMC and Buick uh, for supporting the show, for sure. So yeah, we'll catch y'all on the flip. Uh, hang tight josh and i'll uh, get with you after the outro all
2: right appreciate it Josh. cheers Dustin. y'all
3: have a good time uh stay on the water get out there and do something we'll catch y'all next time
1: thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on paddling finn be sure to drop a five star rating a thumbs up or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com, catch us on YouTube.